Just wait a minute. We got a job for you. I don't want no job. Why not? It's too much, too much like work, man. Listen, this is strictly nowhere. You got a lot of sick, old-fashioned ideas about working hard and living clean, and it's all a lot of junk. I'm too tired to listen. I mean, work is a sucker. You know, I like my job, Skipper. I wouldn't want to lose it. Hey, it's me, Chris T., and this is job story number 14. I am finally out of the woods. Went through a really terrible summer cold that lasted almost two weeks. Uh, I don't think it's completely out of me yet. I could still hear a little bit of something going on, but uh, man, it just reminded me of all the times when I was employed and I was playing hurt, as they say, going to work despite feeling like crap. So this time, at least I'm in a weird way grateful that I didn't have to contend with that because uh, this summer cold took me over. It was like a demon invading my body. And uh, between the coughing fits and everything else going on, I feel like I couldn't get anything done. I feel like these last two weeks have been a wash. I'm glad I was able to at least get a podcast of some kind out last week. And I want to thank again Mac, my friend Michael Kumela of uh, the Antique Music Phonograph program of WFMU. He uh, let me use some of these recordings, these old work songs that he had sent me. So I appreciate that. Um, Speaking of WFMU, I've been delving into a lot of my old air checks over the last couple of weeks. I purchased a new standalone recorder that can go right into my dubbing station and allow me to dub stuff. So I may be dropping some of that stuff into Job Story if it's relevant because uh, listening to these air checks of my old show, Aerial View, was a bit of a revelation. It, It reminded me of what it was like, what I was like before I started this job that I recently lost and what it was like for me to do my own thing. And uh, the podcast, this podcast is is reminiscent of that, but it's obviously without the live element. I'm still working on a way to make this live. I'm really happy that there's a new phone number, which is way for job pod. The uh, number four, by the way, way for job pod there's also a way to record 90 seconds of your job story via a speak pipe voicemail integration on my show page which is shows.pippa.io slash job story and there's more changes afoot there's more stuff coming down the road because i'm using this podcast as not only a document of my job search and your job search and to talk about bad bosses and crazy co-workers and effed up freelance and garbage gigs and tepid temps and toxic teams, but also to learn new skills. So I'm happy that as this thing rolls out, I'm learning uh, more and more about Photoshop. I'm learning about Pro Tools. I'm learning about WordPress. I'm learning about all these technologies that I'm going to need to know at my next job. Um, which uh, still, you know, there's not a lot of feedback coming my way. I've been applying for jobs every day. I try to apply for at least one job every day. I have the feeling there's a lot of people out there who probably tell me I'm going about it all wrong, that the job is not going to come to me, that I'm going to have to go to the job. And I'll tell you, now that I'm doing a podcast about jobs and work, I see the topic everywhere. The New York Times did a whole article about 
what it means to work with a crappy boss or what you can do if you have to survive a crappy boss, for instance. And um, there's a lot of there's, – there's always a ton of job news. Jobs are big. Let's just put it that way. And big now especially. And there's a weird upheaval going on as far as I can tell. There's just – uh, I, I have a good example here of something that I've been experiencing a lot. You know, I find an ad, whether it's on Glassdoor or LinkedIn or um, Indeed, and those are my three main avenues for looking for jobs, by the way. And I get excited because I'm like, you know, I can do this job. Here's the latest one. This one titled Podcast Producer The Cut. New York Media. This is from a scant four days ago this ad was run, and I stumbled on it on LinkedIn. So I'm reading it. I'm getting excited. New York Media energizes people around shared interests, igniting important conversations with a cosmopolitan point of view, and providing the map to shrewdly navigate a fast-moving culture. I've said this in my newsletter. See you next Tuesday. But whoever writes these things is obviously getting paid by the word. They're just, they're so unnecessarily padded, these things. That's the first sentence, all right? It went on for a week. Here we go. We want to be a beloved habit for people around the world with groundbreaking journalism at our core by connecting our consumers to indispensable content and experiences. Our media becomes the starting point from which we can provide innovative offerings across multiple platforms. Oh, dear God. The editorial team is at the core of everything New York Media does. Our team strikes the perfect balance of content that's smart and funny so that our readers know everything they need to know to navigate a fast-moving culture, whether that's up-to-date information on political events, cultural developments, fashion trends, or the latest scientific breakthroughs. All right, here's where we get down to the nitty-gritty. The Cut is looking for a creative, self-motivated person to join an exciting new audio project that is in its early stages of development. As one of the first producers on the show, you'll have a unique opportunity to help shape its vision and execution. The ideal candidate is a flexible and positive team member who is up to date on the issues that matter to women. Most including politics, culture, feminism, fashion, work, money, relationships, equality, and mental health. Cue the sad trombone sound. Because I'm reading this job description, I'm getting more and more excited. And then, (sighs) so job responsibilities, this is all stuff I've done. Scour the internet for story ideas, book, prep, produce, and edit interviews with the show's host, I was the show's host, one of the show's hosts. Structure and write show segments and episodes, direct host voicing and edit tracks, coordinate external help, researchers, transcribers, etc. Coordinate travel arrangements and studio logistics, other responsibilities assigned by manager. Role requirements, one to two years of audio production experience. Wow, that's it. A strong sense of and interest in cultural conversations online. Experience with Pro Tools audio editing software required. Ability to pitch and execute story ideas with tight turnaround times. Ability to identify the best, most exciting moments in an interview. An interest in thinking creatively about and pushing the boundaries of 
traditional audio formats, a collaborative style, and the ability to receive and implement feedback. Experience with weekly radio production is a big plus. New York Media is a place where you can be yourself and make an impact. I could be myself except for the penis. Our team members are creative and collaborative, and we want to be just as engaged and diverse as our audience. We know that cultivating diversity and fostering an inclusive work environment is crucial in maintaining our strength as a prominent media organization. We create an environment where no individual is advantaged or disadvantaged because of their background. We offer equal opportunity employment regardless of race, color, religion, gender, gender identity or expression, sexual orientation, national origin, genetics, disability, status, age, marital status, or protected veteran status. It just occurred to me, maybe I should start masquerading as a lesbian. I Could I get away with it? What if I said I was in transition? I mean, it sounds like the plot of the next really bad, um, who was that guy? Kevin James movie. Who, who was Paul Blart, mall cop? Didn't he do a film with Adam Sandler where they pretended to be gay to get health benefits? I mean, that's what's going through my mind as I read this. Is like, maybe, I, maybe, uh, maybe yeah, I'll pretend to be the most, the butchest, I don't even know if I would be the butchest lesbian of all time. I have no idea. But so this finishes like this. With a commitment to maintaining a bias-free environment in which harassment is prohibited, we respect cultural diversity and comply with the laws of the places in which we operate. We expect our business partners, suppliers, clients, and all of our team members to blah, blah, blah. So that's the latest thing that made me feel like Jerry Seinfeld's father. Do you remember the episode with Jerry Seinfeld's father who had quite the career in the garment industry, tries to go back into the job market, and he ends up working for the J. Peterman catalog, and he just feels completely (laughs) anachronistic. I mean, I feel anachronistic. When I read through these ads, when I go and look at some of these things, and and I swear to God, if I see the word influencer, I mean, they're actually trying to hire quote-unquote influencers. I mean, that's – when I was a kid, influencer was something you got that kept you in bed for a while. He's got the influencer. But uh, now they want you to be social, social media savvy, see? Here's one, and I'm not even kidding. I'm looking at, looking at it right now, and this seems to be another. It's The name of the place is Vamp, so I'm willing to bet it's another sort of uh, woman-focused company. But uh, all these jobs that I look at and I go, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I can certainly do that. I know exactly how to do that. There's, there's, something, there's something off about it. There's something where it's like, they don't want to hear from me. They really don't. I mean, I could certainly send off a resume, and I have, and I will, and I'll write a great cover letter. But I know somewhere deep down inside that um, I'm not the one that they are looking for. It reminds me of that Nick Cave song. Are you the one that I've been looking for? No! Something like that. 
Here's another one. Influencer, relationships manager, Jesus, Mary, and or Joseph. What what has happened in the 12 years since I've been? I feel like the Robinson Caruso of the job market. I just don't recognize it anymore because everything is about audience engagement um, and everything else. And by the way, the other thing that all these companies want is they want maximum availability out of you. They all say they want you to be available uh, essentially on 24-hour call. Now, you know, I used to be an operations director at WFMU. I was I was the operations director for a while. I had to run out to the transmitter uh, in West Orange if things went wrong. I had to be on call because it was a 24-hour radio station. But I don't know why these people need so much of your time and why they need you on call so much. I, 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 I fear that when I speak this way, those of you listening who have been dealing with this for a while are like rolling your eyes at the, at this podcast and just saying, he's so goddamn naive. How could, how could he be so naive about this shit? I mean, this is the way things are now and get with it, pal. And I promise, I promise you, I will, I will get with it. I will snap to and figure this shit out because I have to, and I will have a job at some point. I just, um, I'm just okay right now with actually not having a job. It's weird, but I was just talking to Sweet Tea about this, and I kind of have been enjoying the last few days. And then there's this horrible guilt that comes over me for the for that enjoyment. There's this feeling that I shouldn't be enjoying it, that I should be doing everything I can. I should be pounding the pavement, as they say. I should be washing dishes. You know, things. I guess, are not that dire. They might get that dire at some point. Uh, As of right now, they're not. And I can't spend my life worrying because that's not a way to live, just being constantly worried. And the thing that I can say, and you might take this as just an elaborate rationale, uh, but I am learning lots of new stuff. And I'm actually being really creative right now. And I'm feeling creative again when for a long time I didn't feel creative. And and I'm enjoying the journey. I was reading something from someone who's really smart, writes about this kind of stuff. I wish I can remember <laughs> that person's name off the top of my head. But essentially what they said is this, is that, you know, if you're if you're creating something with the thought of being paid for it, you're going about it all wrong. If you're Creating something with the thought of an audience, you're probably going about it all wrong. You should create things and do creative things because it pleases you and because that's what you want to do and because you enjoy it and because you're good at it and you want to get better at it. And if there is uh, an audience down the road, if there's payment down the road, well, that's icing on the cake, but it ain't the cake. The cake is is the creation. And so I'm trying to approach things that way. And uh, I'm sure there'll be more stuff here on this job story number 14. Matter of fact, I'm going to try to line up an interview for this program. I don't know who it will be yet, but it'll be fucking great. I'll tell you that because I'm a damn good interviewer. That's one thing I know from listening to myself a lot with these air checks is I, man, I <laughs> I was entertaining. I think I'm still entertaining. And if you're feeling entertained and you want to drop me a line, jobstorypod at gmail.com is where you want to go. Jobstorypod at gmail.com. There's also 
the Job Story Facebook group, jobstorypod at groups.facebook.com. Don't forget we're available wherever podcasts are, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, you name it. We got you covered, including SoundCloud and YouTube. And uh, I would love to hear from you if you get a chance to pick up the phone and you want to leave a job story that I could use during this podcast, be the first person to do so. The phone number is brand new and it's way the number four job pod. Way for job pod is the number you can call. You can also go to my show page, which is shows.pepa.io slash job story. And right there um, from that page, you can record 90 seconds or less of your job story, which I will then get. So do that if you can. And I am, again, working on a way to do this show with an actual audience. And that may even mean doing some kind of live event, staging a live event somewhere. But uh, that's all down the road a piece. And for right now, my summer still has a few weeks left during which Sweet Tea and I can enjoy our time together and have a couple of laughs and then get ready for September and then uh, the end of severance in October and the shifting to unemployment if I'm still unemployed and then figuring out the rest of how we're going to pay for everything. Hey, it's me, Chris T., on this job story number 14. And uh, I'm going to go journey into the past for a minute because I was going through my filing cabinet, just cleaning it out, getting rid of stuff. And I found an article that I wrote for the old WFMU program guide called Tips for the Unemployed. And I thought it would be apropos to share with you here. And uh, apparently I wrote a bunch of these because this one says number four in a series. Here is, and by the way, this has got to be from 1990, 91, maybe 92. I'm trying to remember, but I can't, and I didn't put a date on it. Anyway, here it is. Uh, It goes like this. Hi, I'm back and jobless again. There's nothing like a little bout of joblessness to make you sit back and think, oh my God, what now? If you were raised with any kind of work ethic, you may find yourself worth going right in the crapper with your first day, quote, off the job, unquote. After all, we are what we do, right? Here are some things you can do to keep up morale while you wonder what became of agrarian societies. Number one, unemployment by any other name. Say you're at a party and some chowderhead is lost for conversation, so he or she asks, so what do you do? There's no need to be embarrassed about your lack of a job. You could mumble something about the lousy economy and skulk off for more chips, or you could say, A, I'm between jobs, the old standby. B, I'm on a state-sponsored vacation, my personal favorite. C, I'm freelancing, never say at what. D, I collect my pay from the state, sort of true. E, I drift from town to town, killing those I find irritating. Look irritated. 
Whatever you choose, be sure to stick your chest out and show pride in your inability to find work. Let them know you have this work ethic thing licked, like those English kids who spend lifetimes on the dole forming punk bands with government money just so they could sing about being on the dole. Number two, make a plan. No period of joblessness should be undertaken without a plan. A work search requires a coordinated, organized, methodical effort. But since you're probably not up to that, you could plan to watch more TV, get cable, plan to drink more beers, buy a case, plan an unemployment support group for your jobless friends, have a poker party, plan to start a punk band and sing about being on the dole. Plan a coordinated, organized, methodical work search to be undertaken once your benefits run out. Keep yourself busy. Finally, it is most important that you maintain some level of order or routine so you're prepared to get right back in the swing of things once you are again employed. You might continue getting up at the same time every day. Spend the rest of the day wondering why the hell you're getting up at the same time every day when you have no particular place to go or nothing special to do. B, take up a hobby. This might be the perfect time to start that pornography collection you've always wanted. This should keep you plenty busy for the duration of your benefits claim. And now I'd like to offer some hard facts for those of you who complain that tips for the unemployed number three contain none. There's a whole mess of people out of work right now. I know, I've seen them. My local unemployment office is crammed with all sorts of sorry-looking souls. It's real easy to collect nowadays since so many people have been put out of work due to the greed and avarice of others. It's a cakewalk. New Jersey and New York still utilize a mail system for distributing checks, so you hardly ever have to go down to your local unemployment office in person. I spent 10 hours of the course of the three days in my local office, and then I started getting the big bucks right in my mailbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did have to go down to job service to work on my personal employment plan with a room full of folks and some guy named Herbert who looked like someone only the state of New Jersey would hire, what with his shallow breathing, bad complexion, unkempt appearance, and huge mustard stain right there over his heart. I swear, this huge mustard stain, like the guy had been wolfing down a foot long just seconds before we arrived, and then expected us to take him seriously while he talked about the importance of appearance on job interviews. He made little or no sense when he sat me down to work on my personal employment plan and I could do nothing but stare at that huge yellow stain on his otherwise blue shirt and I got real distracted, but it was okay since all he did was mumble something about the lousy economy and how many people are out of work and then sent me on my way. So there you have it, confirmation. A lot of people are out of work, so cheer up, don't feel so bad, look on the bright side, there's always tomorrow, stop and smell the roses, live life to its fullest, etc., etc. There you go, some vintage tips for the unemployed from 1990 from me, Chris T. That'll do it for Job Story number 14. Don't forget, Job Story is available via Apple and Google Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Go to shows.pippa.io slash jobstory for details and submit your job story at jobstorypod at gmail.com. You can also record a job story of 90 seconds or less at speakpipe.com. 
facebook.com slash job story or record a longer job story by calling the brand new job story line at way for job pod that's 929-456-2763 please share job story with your friends and family and be sure to review job story on itunes and elsewhere until next time this is chris t working hard and hardly working So, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> I said, working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? It's a simple question! Are you A, working hard, or B, show? <laughs> Suppose you tune in next week to see if I'm still on the job.